Welcome to the Misguided Astrology Podcast, the podcast dedicated to misguiding you. I'm your host, Katie, with your horoscope for this week. October 24th through October 30th, 2022. Welcome back to the podcast where... I don't know you, but it may seem like I do because I am sharing musings that are based upon the sun and the moon and the planets and shit. Every week I do a little sky spying and then report back so that you can know what the fuck is going on around here. The astrology is sound, but my guidance may not be, and that is totally up to you, okay? Quick housekeeping. Special thanks to... Paulette, Lily, Shay, Megan, and Eliza. Thank you! Thank you, beautiful, gorgeous persons, for the ratings and reviews. There was a lot of you, and it makes me feel really cool, and I really appreciate it. I will be sending all of your reports out as soon as I get these scopes out. And here's my reminder to you, dear listener, that you can review too. And if you do, I will send you a 24-page in-depth birth chart report. So please review Misguided Astrology wherever you stream your pods from or tag us in a shout-out on social media. And then reach out and tell me so that I know where to send your report. Just email your birth dates, birth date, time, and location. Yes. To misguidedastrology at gmail.com. And that's enough of that. Let me hurry up and shut up so that I can keep talking because this is your weekly horoscope. Monday. No major astro today, but there is. A lot. And I do mean a lot of major astrology throughout the rest of the week. It is astro weather that we've been building to for a while. And it is all of the astro that has had everyone asking, What is going on with the sky right now? Like, why does everything feel so fucked up? Like, what is happening? What is going on? Oh, what the hell is happening here? And this week is the apex of all of that building tension. A real, like, pivotal hour. So get ready, gather your favorite comfort items, consider your go-to grounding practices. Come in, dear. Have a seat. Take off your bra if you'd like. And preemptively curl into the fetal position if you feel so compelled. No shame in being a small ball on the floor when the going gets tough. I recommend the kitchen floor as there are snacks down there, but to each their own. Okay, let's get into it. Tuesday. Wasting no time, here we are. It's eclipse season, baby. And it is an especially spooky Scorpio solar eclipse. Eclipses indicate broad, sweeping, large-scale events that occur uh, that are felt on a global level. Society-shifting experiences, which we've already been experiencing for many months since the nodes entered Scorpio and Taurus. It's just that around these eclipses is when it all may take better shape and has potential to be startling or jarring. <laughs> these eclipses on the Scorpio-Taurus axis are to do with resources like money, housing, banks and broader financial systems, also food and other supply chains and those systems. It is these sorts of themes that we expect to be impacted by eclipse time events. This Scorpio eclipse is conjunct Venus, so Venetian themes 
of aesthetics, love, and money feature prominently, and while we can usually expect Venus to help soften difficult astrology and difficult transits, Venus is in detriment in Scorpio, and Venus is conjunct the moon, and the moon is in its fall in Scorpio, indicating further instability around our emotions, particularly as they pertain to love, aesthetics, and money. Also, and more primarily, this Scorpio eclipse involves the south node, which is a node of decrease or lessening. So this may be a period of letting go or disconnecting. And this disconnection is freeing up and creating available bandwidth for a new beginning in our lives. And new beginning is a key term for this because it is a new moon event, but it's a new beginning that drank like a venti americano no ice, which is essentially 20,000 shots of espresso. I'll have a Trenta no foam five shot half cap no foam pumpkin spice latte with no foam at 210 degrees. Don't gum for me baristas, I didn't do the math, okay? Sue me. I have no idea how many shots of espresso that is. Just know this new beginning is tweaking. <laughs> For a reminder of where or how you can expect these eclipses to impact you, how the nodal themes have already been affecting you this year, and where in your life you can expect to drop some baggage that allows you new and fresh starts, Revisit last week's scope. I covered your Scorpio themes there at the end of the scope, okay? Know that this is all spiciest for people with major placements around two degrees of Scorpio or around two degrees of any of the other fixed signs. Taurus, Leo, Aquarius. Let the fixed signs in your life know that you love them this week. Mwah. It might be a tough week for the mutables too, but we'll get to that all in due time. Hold on tight, here we go. <laughs> At the end of each day, I'm just like, all right, here we go. This is it, all right. Wednesday. Prepare to giddy up. With today's Mercury trine Mars, typically a transit of fast-paced mental action and hard-hitting communications, but Mars is about to station retrograde, so it might be a bit wonky, and it is stationing in Gemini, so this is gearing up to be an informational onslaught. Oh, I'm still processing, but... Yeah. In a good way, though. It's a favorable aspect between these two planets. So this seems like a pep talk transit. What, you want me to teach you something? You want to learn something? All right, here's a useful lesson for you. Give up. Whatever information you are coming into is helpful and maybe even confidence boosting. Just quit, because in this life, you can't win. It's motivating you for the labor-intensive Mars retrograde incoming. It's a little helpful boost, and we're gonna need all of the helpful boosts and proper motivation that we can get. So be sure to plug in your internal battery. <laughs> so that you can charge it up on whatever comes in this day on Wednesday, and it can be charged up and ready to come with you for whatever astro weather has in store later this week. Thursday. And then today you may already find yourself making a withdrawal from your confidence battery reserves or whatever you charged up yesterday as Mercury squares Pluto, a transit of challenging conversations that strike a deep chord. Which is very cute and chill and cute and chill. Hold me closer in. <laughs> it's getting dark. 
York. But some lighter astro weather comes with it. Jupiter is re-entering Pisces today after its many months in Aries. I don't know if you recall this because it's been a while since we've discussed it all, but Jupiter is also retrograding and has been helping us to expand our understanding of the Pisces and Aries houses of our charts this year. Mostly Aries. Scope number 67, if you want a little refresher, um, covered its station in Aries in that horoscope, if you want to go back and just zhuzh up your knowledge on what was going on. But Jupiter re-entering Pisces today looks really helpful. Firstly, Jupiter is at home in Pisces, so the abundance that Jupiter represents may be replenished in a way. But also Jupiter is forming a superior square to Mars during this critical hour before the Mars retrograde, which may help to soften the blow a bit. A lifeline will present itself amidst the Mars retrograde chaos, but it will be in the superior square for the next few months, so maybe now, maybe a little bit later. And I know it may all seem a bit cryptic that I keep referencing this Mars retrograde, and it's been a while since we talked about the retrograde, and so you may forget what it's all about. You're like, but what are you talking about? So at this point in the scope, the tension is just building, right? Do you feel it? Like, what is gonna happen? Uh, I'm getting there, don't you worry. <laughs> Spooky. Saturday. Mercury enters Scorpio today, so maybe we're ready to talk about our eclipse drama. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's all a bit backburnered by... Sunday. The Mars Retrograde. Yes, the mysterious Mars retrograde. Not all that mysterious. We have talked about it. Scope number 81. Look it up, honey. Just kidding. But yeah, maybe you should, to be exact. Scope number 81. But yeah, Mars is the planet of action, energy, and motivation. And this retrograde is promising to help us rewrite everything we thought we knew about our own personal motivations and personal energy levels and possibly everything we thought we knew about what turns us on. Depending on where it falls in the chart, of course. More on that in a moment. Generally speaking, Mars retrogrades are challenging occasions. This is a traditionally malefic planet, after all. So we may be feeling energetically taxed throughout the seven-month transit that is Mars and Gemini. But especially so during these next two and a half months of hard retrograde motion when something is demanding our attention and action in unavoidable ways. So let's go ahead and look into your Gemini house. Mm? Cancer, Gemini is your 12th house. So this has been an internal process for you already. 12th house can represent the unconscious and unseeable parts of our psyche. So you may or may not be able to trace this internal process back to mid-August when it all kicked off. But the next two and a half months will be a more potent and more energetically demanding iteration of all of this. Um, unavoidable energetic demands. Your 12th house themes refresher. It's the house of mental health, of rest, of coping skills, of alone time, of subconscious desires and motivations, and possibly even institutions, such as hospitals, 
will only be relevant for some of you. Uh, but this might be therapy weather for a few more of you in what could be a real peak period for mindfulness and internal struggles and discerning helpful versus harmful motivations behind the actions you take. And some Mars retrograde adjacent confusion may be factoring into your big Scorpio house beginnings that are coming upon now so that's hot all righty everybody thank you for listening to the misguided astrology podcast i will see you next monday Mwah.